Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into Monday Night Football. Should be a good one, at least according to the odds makers, as we have New England at Arizona, the Patriots laying a point and a half on the road. The total set at a pretty low 43 and a half. So KJ does a lot of work for WEI in Boston. So KJ, I feel like you should know a lot about this game. You know, Chelsea, the lines clearly says, who is the C student and who is the D student, right? Yep. And is is it Arizona or is it the Patriots? So from a Patriots perspective, and thank you so much for the WEEI shout out. Um, look, Matt Patricia is on trial and his display of offensive play calling has been abysmal. Um, we've all known it all year, but, you know, sometimes they say your sins can hide behind a 103 kickoff, right? It means everybody's not seeing the game. It's just to the region. The only people who know are your your region and the team you're playing. Like, great example is the Indianapolis Patriots game. Uh, it was such a bad game that you saw what ended up happening with Indianapolis the very next week. The, the offense has just been absolutely horrible. There's only been three games this season that the Patriots have had a 50% or more third down con- conversion rate, like three weeks this, this entire season. And two of those games, <clears throat> Bailey Zappi played it. So you, you literally have an offense that can't figure out what it needs to do. Last year, it was like number two in rushing touchdowns. This year, they're like 26th, 27th. This is the one thing that really gets me about the Patriots, and I would be screaming mad, almost bulletin board worthy. The Patriots are number one in the league in setting field possession for its offense, the best in the league. But the offense is 25th in moving the ball. They average six plays a drive. So it's one, two, three, one, two, three out. Like that tells you how bad the offense has been this year. Ramondre Stevenson, who's really just stepped up, but the secret to the Patriots is the two-back offense with Damian Harris, and Damian Harris is out tonight. And if there's one thing that Arizona can do, and it's like there's almost none, is actually they're like 10th against the run. So literally, this is a C student versus a D student game, and whoever loses automatically gets the D for the season. Actually, maybe D versus F, because some would say Arizona's an F team right now. Yeah, I feel like we could do a full segment on – both teams and say here's why your bet sucks and you just gave the case for here's why your bet sucks if you're on the Patriots but KJ I feel like there's a pretty strong argument for why your bet sucks 
if you also want to take the Cardinals in this one, because like you said, it's almost like comparing a C student and a D student. None of these teams really have great resumes heading into this one, but here's why your bet sucks if you're on the Cardinals in this one. Do you really want to bet on the Cardinals when the calendar is turned to December? This is not the time of the year when the Cardinals shine. In fact, they usually are great in the first of the season, but then falter down the stretch, as we saw last year uh, with Cliff Kingsbury and company. And talk about a coaching mismatch. I know Matt Patricia is on the staff for the Patriots, but it's still Bill Belichick going against Cliff Kingsbury. Don't we think that that's a bit of a coaching mismatch? I feel like if I was to take a side in this one, it would be the Patriots. And I know that they have a ton of flaws, but if you're thinking of flaws, uh, look at this Cardinals defense who's been abysmal against the pass. If there's ever a time for Mac Jones to actually throw the ball and, you know, finally get those plays down the field that he's been screaming about, uh, hopefully opening up that offense, now's the time. This is a bad secondary, uh, bottom five in the league against the pass. I know their run defense is actually pretty good, but I feel like this is a good spot for the Patriots, especially since Kyler Murray has lost nine of his last 10 home games for some reason or another. The Cardinals are actually worse at home. I don't know why it is, but that's why your bet sucks if you're on the Cardinals. KJ, tell me why I'm wrong. You're wrong because the Patriots struggle against mobile quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields ran all over them. Think about it. The Bears have, what, three wins this year? One of them is at New England. So you've got a mobile quarterback in there. It's going to cause some problems for this defense who – is kind of up there in age. They have some younger pieces, but that's the type of quarterback they struggle against. They also struggle against big, good receivers. Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. Um, you know, look, DeAndre Hopkins, who used to be the top name in the league in terms of receivers, we're not talking about a guy who's fallen all the way off. We're talking about a guy who is still very comparable, Zach Ertz. So you have things in the passing game that can give New England problems. And, and you just mentioned it. While they're good at the pass, you know, while uh, Arizona is horrible defending the passing game, that's been the scary part of New England is defending and holding Mac Jones up with that offensive line on plays that you're trying to go downfield. Everybody knows the infamous you know, lip reading scream that Mac Jones had where he says, you know, throw the ball. The, the quick game sucks. You know, um, well, I left out an adjective in there. But the whole <laughs> idea was, hey, Mac, the quick game was to protect you from your bad line and everybody from these bad throws think Baltimore, you know, or think what happened in the, in that, in that, in that uh, game against the, uh, against the bears, you know, just, you know, six attempts came right back with an interception fresh off of vacation. So it, it, it's kind of fascinating because as any teacher would probably tell you is if you have a kid who has a C, but is one point away from a D and another student who's a D who's a one point away from an F, right? Like, you almost want to tempt them with like, hey, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a nice little project. You can't do that in the NFL. There's no extra credit work. There, You know what I mean? Like whoever wins this game tonight will either feel good about themselves and the team that loses tonight, everybody's going to start talking about either does Kling, is Kingsbury out or will the Patriots even sniff the playoffs and should some people go? So it's going to be – it's literally like a game of Survivor. So that's why – Two bad teams pretty much playing each other. It's going to be fascinating. It's, it's the train wreck game. This might be the train wreck game of the year. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, for some reason or another, these are the games that we have been awarded in primetime this year. I will say last night was pretty nice to watch Justin Herbert slice and dice uh, in primetime. But this one is now looking like a great game. Uh, But let's go back to some of the props that you kind of mentioned. I think a good one to start with is Kyler Murray and his rushing prop. Like you said, the Patriots have not been great against mobile quarterbacks. I believe I played Justin Fields rushing prop uh, against the Patriots the last time he played, or maybe it was Lamar Jackson because this has been such a trend. So KJ, right now the line is set for Kyler Murray, 35 and a half rush yards, juice to the over at minus 120 over at BetMGM. Do you think this is a solid play? Oh, absolutely. And I think because if it's one of those situations, the Patriots defense is kind of set on bend, don't break. So it's not unusual to see a team get a bunch of yards and then maybe not push it into the end zone and get so between the 20s. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I would probably say every other every other series, you probably see Kyler Murray use his legs. So uh, yeah, I, 35, I, I'm surprised. That, I think I would have thought it would have been closer, maybe like the mid-40s. I, I could see Kyler Murray probably getting easily 50 to 60 yards on just on the ground himself, because, especially on situations where um, tight end play is, you know, where you've got a tight end option, you've got a DeAndre Hopkins option, and then Murray is also that third option. He might go to that third option a couple of times himself, Um just to get first downs or, or, or even reduce the amount of yards, say, off of a penalty or, or a sack or something like that. I'd even look at some sack totals as well because Lamar, uh, Kyler Murray does take quite a bit. He's, I think he's like been sacked 25 times so far, which is kind of high for a mobile quarterback. Yeah, if you look at that number, he has actually gone over that number for Kyler Murray and his rushing prop, 35 and a half. He's hit that number in four of his last five games. And in his last two, he has rushed the ball at least seven times, uh, totaling 56 yards against the Chargers and 60 against the Seahawks. So like you said, I think that's a pretty solid look. Are there any other game script type of plays? And I think for me, I'll be looking at Kyler Murray over his passing yardage prop just because his team is starting to get a little healthier. He has uh, his full uh, breadth of weapons in this one. Uh, James Conner is back. Uh, There's a few other guys, Marquise Brown. uh, DeAndre Hopkins is there. So I feel like this is a good game for Kyler Murray, especially if you think they're going to be playing from behind because that's when you have a team really throwing the ball. And also, this is a throw-first offense anyway. So looking at Kyler Murray and his passing yardage prop, 237.5 for minus 120, I think that's a play for me too. Yeah, 
again, because I think about, I go back to the Justin Fields game, Chicago against New England, where at some point the rushing quarterback became such a weapon that you almost didn't go too far away from it. So I, I think, you know, like I said, if he gets into the 50s, 60s, or let's say he's at 70 rushing yards, then I would probably say that that passing number is going to come down. Because if you get a lead against New England, you will definitely want to start going with ball control and, and time management in the game. And so whether they'll be able to do that, I don't know. But, you know, if you get up 14-7 or, I mean, sorry, 14-3, then you might start thinking about, like, do we need to be so much pass first and maybe start uh, with it matriculating the ball downfield, as they say. So um, I wouldn't – I don't think it's going to require him to go over that 237 and a half. I, I see Kyler Murray probably somewhere around 220. It would be close, but it, I think I'm going to go with the under just because he's going to be able to use his legs more efficiently. All right, next up, let's look at DeAndre Hopkins because he is a primetime receiver, a big-time receiver, like we were saying earlier in this segment, and he's had some big games lately. Uh, if you look at his last three, he has hit at least 87 yards in each of the last three, had 98 against the Rams, 91 against a Niners defense that's really solid, and 87 yards against the Chargers. So it's primetime. I know the Patriots are pretty solid defense, but usually – they are better at stopping the run. Do we think D-Hop has a big game tonight? Um, not like in the way that Justin Jefferson did, but I think uh, the receptions, yeah, over six and a half. I could see a long reception over 23 and a half. I don't know about the 75 and a half yards, and here's why. I think DeAndre Hopkins may be more deadly in the red zone tonight than anywhere else, right? I think – you know, when you get that one-on-one -on -one matchup in a short field, you know, he'll be able to out-jump, kind of moss some guys. Where in the middle of the field, you know, I think they'll be more prepared for him, can roll coverage over to him as he's going. So he might get right under 75 yards, but he also might have two touchdowns and 10 receptions. So he might be he might be key in the short game as they're so high honed in on uh, Kyler Murray taking off that DeAndre Hopkins may be available for, you know, these short eight, 10 yard passes. Right. And also if Hollywood Brown is back in the mix, those are some targets that will not be going a uh, D hops way, even though I would never take an under on Deandre Hopkins. Cause I do think that he could have a huge game, you know, cause he can. For more, listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM. weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the Beck QL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.